Welcome to Ketchup and Mustard, where we scour the globe. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Omar, for that one. <laughs> for ridiculous books, movies, and more. Maybe it doesn't really work. I mean, but... it's pretty cool, though. I like that one. Um. Oh, so it's still you, yeah. Yeah, today. <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> uh, this, what else is this is Zoe. That's not the order. <laughs> okay. I still do that. All right. Okay, I'm Zoe, and this is Alexia. And Zoe's guinea pig died, and she didn't tell me. It was, it was like two months ago, she and when am I supposed to bring that up in conversation? We'll always talk about what to do, because we co-own a hamster with yeah, our other friends. we haven't, friend. like, talked about We've talked, in a while. But we, no, but I remember the last, last time I saw your guinea pig, we were talking about what we'll do when Bree dies, because our other co-ownership, co-parent, doesn't like it when her pets die. And we're kind well, of seasoned. Anyone I know, but like it. she's like, she's she she just it's worse. It's not worse. But I didn't realize how stunted Zoe's emotional attachment to her I pets has become. Wasn't stunted. It's just I don't see you that she often. She didn't tell anybody. And I was just gonna like I told people. I just didn't. <laughs> I wasn't gonna call you up. You're not in my classes. So what was I supposed to do? And I freaking walk into her room today. And her table where her guinea pig is is just covered in stuff. <laughs> it was before the hurricane. It was before the Wait, hurricane? Was it? Actually, no, it was after the hurricane. I have no idea. I don't remember the last it was, time. It was after the hurricane, but not by much. It's because the I last think. time I was here, I didn't go into her room because okay. we were doing something else. And then, I don't know, I just forgot. And it just seems so weird. I mean, like, to like, be honest, like... <laughs> After the first couple weeks, it wasn't something that I was like, I gotta tell Alexia, like... Dude, when my fish died, I literally stopped, like, I told everyone. That's not something I do. Why bum <laughs> everyone out? Be it's not bumming everyone out. It's It's, bumming bu it's everyone telling out. people who knew them if they want to pay respects and help you burn an effigy for them. Okay, I'm not interested in doing that. <laughs> Personally. <sighs> but I respect your beliefs. Okay. We should... Oh my god. We Sorry. are not going to finish no, this no, no, in time. No, no, no. Sidebar, edit this out. We should do an episode where I tell you, like a little, like a little side episode where I tell you what I do during my pet funerals. But I'll put in lies. Oh, sure. Okay, <laughs> that's a plan. Now, can we please so funny. Okay. finish the intro? We'll start. All right, all right. We never can do these in one go anymore. All right. So today, Zoe is catching me up on season one of a TV show that is called Dirk Gently. There's more to the title. I want to see if you can guess it. I have no idea. Dirk Gently and the time-traveling poop. Yeah, time travel is <laughs> not really that big of a thing in this in this season, but right. it is a thing. Ooh. Um, which is the only reason you know about it is because Alexia's whole thing with time travel yeah. and causal <laughs> nexus and stuff, and this is a causal nexus, I think, so I was trying to tell her about it, but mm -hmm. then I was like, mm, don't have the time, which is good because I'm going to tell you about it right now, but hey. that's at the end, so we got to get through it, but it's called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Ooh. It's based on the book series by Douglas Adams, the guy who wrote <gasps> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, it's not like the book converted into a show, it's like, it's like another mystery that this character is solving. Oh, that's So cool. they don't, there's no problems with like adaptation because they basically just took the character and like wrote another thing. I feel, I feel. Character. Okay, so it opens on a cell phone ringing with the caller ID being a person named Patrick Spring. It's not, his name isn't Patrick. 
<laughs> Are you calling bluff this early? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, his name is Patrick Spring, and it's fairly important. I mean, it doesn't matter that his name is Patrick. It just sounded way too much like Patrick Star, so I thought I was Well, lie. take that up with whatever the guy's name is. You should know what the guy's name is that wrote it. He's such a great... He's such... A, this show is amazing. The representation of the show is wild. Ooh. Every... Like, even though the main characters are the normal, like, white guys, <laughs> but all the female characters, none of them are, like, damsel in distress. All hey. of them. And not... They're not all just, like, strong female characters. Literally, they're just strong. Although Farah, which you'll meet later, she's pretty strong. But they all... All the characters are, like, stereotype, and then, like, they're just weird. Like, is like, strong, but she's also super insecure about her things and, like, super weird. weird. And, like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, you'll meet later Amanda. She's, like, his, um, Todd's sister. You'll meet Todd later. Um, but she doesn't just play the sister character, because normally it's just, like, oh, like, oh, that's my little sister. But no, she, like, especially in the next season, she's, like, a big, big deal. She's, like, the best, most powerful character in the entire thing, perhaps. I like power. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> anyway, so Dirk wakes up. You don't know it's Dirk right now, but it's Dirk. It's Dirk. And he answers the phone, and he's like, yes, I was awake. And then the phone says, where are you? It's time. And he's like, oh, I'm on my way already, even though he's like, he just woke up. So he's a little bit of a silly boy, oh, as you could so tell. Oh, funny. Um, and then it cuts to, from this, cuts to a hotel room covered in blood. Ooh. With dismembered, is that what it's called when you know how, Dismembered, like, yeah. Okay, dismembered, dead people, some of them, like, chomped in half. Mm -hmm. Um, and the walls have been, like, have large charred bite, bite marks in there, in, on, in the walls. I'm good at talking. Um, the room's, <laughs> and the room's completely a mess, and then pans into this guy, and then, like, a little kitty walks out. Aww. Just a tiny little black kitty. It's not black. Are you calling bluff on that? Yes. No, it is a little black cat. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, then we meet Elijah Wood characters. Elijah Wood's character, Todd. Oh, Elijah Elijah Wood doesn't play Todd. Elijah Wood does. Are you calling bluff? Yeah. No, Elijah Wood does. <laughs> this entire... Look, I did the lies in here, but I feel like you're just calling bluff on everything. You always lie to me about who plays people. I know, but I decided not to this time because you wouldn't know Samuel Barnett, who's the guy who plays Dirk, and he's such a good actor that I wouldn't want to, like, What's take... What's he from? I don't think he's from... Well, I mean, he must be from something, but nothing I know. Oh. Um, and then Elijah Wood is plays Elijah... He's just Elijah Wood. He's great. He, he voices... Todd. He voices Wirt. Wirt. Yes, I'm aware. I love and he kind that. Of, he's kind of been typecast as this kind of character. He's a lot like Wirt. In the fact that he's like, I don't want adventure. No. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> so he's awoken by his drunken, crazed landlord who's, like, smashing up his car. Nice. Yelling, where's my money? Oh. Um, he runs down and tells the guy that he, like, he paid the rent yesterday, but his landlord has this hammer and he, like, threatens him and, like, pops his tires. And, um, he, like, goes away. Yes? I remember the last time I was in your room. We were recording an episode and I was painting the boxes. Yeah. That was, like, Pepperelli time. That was after the hurricane. Yeah, it was, a but yeah. not by much. That's... I don't remember time! This is so useless! We have things to I'm talk sorry. about! I'm sorry! Okay, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. I remember because I looked I? at the poster and I was like, oh, it's a boobie. But you were on the other side anyway. No, I saw, we no, but I was swapped. here at some point and I saw well, it and I was like, oh, I was going to say oh. it. I was like, no, I already said this. And I was like, oh, wait, that's when I was here. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Todd tells him that he paid the rent yesterday, but his landlord's like, no, you didn't. 
Um, Todd is, ne- but he accidentally locked himself out of his own apartment. Yeah. So he has to climb at the fire escape. It's kind of just showing how he, his life is not too great. Um, and he's like, the old trick of like a news report, it's, there's like a news report on the and TV like saying the like, murders. there's a missing girl, Lydia Springs, Uh-oh. and there's been a murder. Uh-oh. Actually, there hasn't been a murder yet. That's just missing. There's a missing girl. I mean, there technically has, but no one knows about the murder yet. But no one knows. Um, and then it cuts to him riding the bus to work because his car's been destroyed, and he sees a little monkey riding down, like, walking down the sidewalk. So he gets to work. The monkey becomes important later. He gets okay. to work, and he's a bellhop at a hotel. It's not a monkey, it's a cat. No, it's not a cat. <laughs> um, and he is asked to check on one room and then the penthouse suite. Because the those two rooms haven't checked out. That room and the penthouse suite. The important penthouse suite. Um, but he can't find his master room key thing. But his boss gives him another one. And he's a little mad because Todd just asked for his paycheck early because he needs money. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes to the first room that his boss tells him to check on. There's this, like, crying lady who, like, this guy, like, walks out and she's, like, crying. Nice. And honestly, I did not even remember this scene happen. But the whole theme of the show is everything's connected. This character is like comes back later. The one who leaves the crying lady? No, the crying lady. Oh, the crying lady. The crying lady comes back later. Ooh. Is it like the actual actress? Because usually pilot episodes recast crap. No, this is every... This this isn't just a pilot. Like, it's a oh. fully formed series. I feel. So, basically she asks Todd to sit for a second with her, if that's okay. <laughs> what is he gonna do? So he's like, okay... And then she just says, like, I hate men, and then it cuts to him leaving, and she's like, I'll be out of here in an hour. So he's being supportive of the guest. So then he's in the elevator, Mm -hmm. he calls his sister Amanda, and he's telling her that he doesn't, he's not ignoring her, he just doesn't have the money right now, Um, but he's interrupted when the doors open, and And he sees, no, he sees, doors open a couple floors early, and he sees himself in a fur coat yelling at someone, like, and, like, he can't see, um, about a time machine, and how this is when it happens, that means, and he turns, like, the fur coat version of him turns and stares at Elevator Todd, and Hallway Todd looks pretty beat up, and then, like, Hallway Todd, like, runs away, and the doors close, (laughs) and Elevator Todd's just like, uh, (laughs) but he doesn't do anything, because he's not taking charge of his own life. Universe is taking charge of his life at this moment in the episode. What the? F- that comes back later. <laughs> foreshadowing. Okay. Um, outside um the penthouse suite, he goes to the floor. It's a bit spooky. There's a lottery ticket soaked in blood, which Todd he just pockets because like because crime scene crime scene. Compromise it. Yeah, and like why not? Who's gonna miss it? Mm-hmm. Um, he opens the door. He didn't. He doesn't know it's a crime scene either. He's just like. Huh? Blood? And then he opens the Probably doors period. and he discovers the whole crime scene. Yeah. So that's why I was saying like no one knows this is a murder yet. Um, so then the cops come and there's these two missing persons detective, Bob and Rob, and they come because Patrick Spring, which is Lydia Spring's father, mm-hmm. the person who called Dirk, yeah. was killed in that homicide. Uh-oh. Timeline here confusing. How could he have called Dirk if he was just killed? Patrick was killed? Yes. Oh. Spooky. So, the two detectives from Missing Persons interrogate Todd, kind of, and they tell him, like, don't leave town. They're, like, a t- they're funny together. They're they're cool. Okay. Um, and they show him a security tape 
like, they're, they're kind of playing, like, not bad cop, but they're kind of, like, being very suspicious of him, but they, they both know that he didn't do it. Yeah. So they show him the security tape. They're saying all the security tapes are scrambled except for this, and it's just this guy in a gorilla mask two minutes before Todd arrived at the penthouse using a master key, and they're like, is that your master key? And then he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he honestly know, doesn't know. And then um, he they ask him, did you see anything weird? Ooh. And he goes, yes, no. Maybe. <laughs> because he saw himself. Because he saw himself. But he realized that it wasn't related. Well, everything's related, but he didn't think so. And Bob goes, are you aware you just gave every possible response to that question? <laughs> um, but then he asked for security footage from the 18th floor, because that's the floor that he got stopped on and saw himself. And they're like, why would you want that? We told you it was all scrambled. Did something happen on the 18th floor? Uh-oh. And then he's like, no, nothing. It's fine. And they're like, don't leave town. <laughs> Um, and then his boss is like, oh yeah, you're fired, by the way, because I don't have to deal with this, with you being, like, a suspect to a crime. Damn. So he just got, his life sucks. He just got fired from it. <laughs> so he gets home, and he catches this, someone breaking into his apartment through the window. <laughs> but this is, the person breaking in is a cheerful British guy. Named Dirk Gently! Named, named Dirk Gently. And he just, he, they see each other, and Dirk just goes... <laughs> um, so Todd throws his shoe at him because it's a guy breaking into his apartment. He's like, shoe, bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to pun that. I meant to say is- shoe as in like, get, oh, leave. I didn't get it. <laughs> I, got the other I realized. That's so funny. I realized wow. that it was a See, shoe. See, that's like how the title of our podcast became made. It wasn't supposed to be a pun. You guys, originally. I'm just like a secret pun genius. Like, if I took You're the pun. You're a pun psychic. That's if what I you took are. like the pun, like, I grew up at pun school and I was get like bad grades the entire time because I wasn't motivated. And then I took the pun SAT. What is this? And I got like enough. <laughs> Because you know how, like, there's always... Okay, I'm talking about Glee. Because, okay. I, what are you... T- there's this blonde oh. character named Brittany who's really I know Brittany. stupid. Yes, yeah, I watched And Glee. then she took the SAT and she, and like she got genius. the highest score. To, okay. Like, she got a really high... She got the highest yeah, score in that high school's history. Have so, you just been watching Glee recently? No, but it was like... That's so if I was a pun genius, because I don't know, because I say things that are just smart without knowing, and that's how Britney's smart. So, like... Okay. I went to pun school, and I got bad grades, and then I took the pun SAT. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. That just took a lot of explaining. Okay. So... Um, they fight, they fight for a bit because, mm-hmm. like, basically, Todd, like, punches him, and then Dirk's like, oh, you want to punch me? He, hey, yeah. And then he tries to do, like, karate, but he can't do karate, and, like, it's this whole thing. And then they stop, and Dirk's like, I'm trying to decide if you're a clue, an accomplice, or an assistant. Ooh. Um, and then Dirk gives this whole speech, like, he does this in the other season, too. It was too long for me to write down, because it's this long wordy speech of like have you noticed an acceleration of strange events happening in your life also why are you looking at me like that <laughs> i'm trying to and, think if this is a lie or not and and he talks about like how like unrelated but but related with only the fact that they're all like equally mysterious this whole long wordy speech is it really long though are you calling bluff on whether the speech is long? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty subjective, but it was too long for me to write down. But is it, though? Does the speech even exist? Are you calling bluff on the speech? Yeah. The speech exists. Damn it's it. such a weird thing. <laughs> um, you can trust and nothing. And so then Todd says nothing. He's kind of just, like, staring, like, what? Because obviously, <laughs> yeah, weird things have been happening. And then 
Dirk says, assistant, I knew it. <laughs> because I guess he... that's the speech he gives to people, and if they are like, yes, or don't say anything. If assistant. they don't, if they, like, say, if they, like, pull out a gun and say maybe, or then that's accomplice. And then yeah. if they are just like, just like, I don't know, my dad just died, then it's a clue. clue. And then if they say, yes, that has been happening. Or say nothing. Or say nothing, that's yeah. the assistant. He finally introduces himself saying, um, like, I'm Dirk Gently, I live here, and I'll be sleeping here tonight. And he then Todd, and then the next shot is him being thrown out. <laughs> um, and as he leaves, we're introduced to two new characters. There's this old government agent guy and this young, dumb government agent guy. They're both Ooh. watching Dirk through binoculars, referring to him as Project Icarus. Flies um, too close to the sun. Yeah. Um, the young guy has, like, a gun and is using, a, like, a, the, the sniper, I don't know what it's oh, called. Oh, the sniper glass thing? Yeah, to, like, look at Todd, and he's like, oh, what about the other guy who's Todd? Um, <laughs> he has a freaking sniper pointed yeah. at him. And the young guy says, I've got a shot on Todd through his window, and the old guy's like, what do you mean? What do you mean you got a shot? He's like, I got a shot. It's like, don't take the shot. And he's like, take the shot, affirmative. Oh I'm taking God. the shot. So he shoots. And it misses Todd, but it bounces off his ceiling fan and sh- How does it bounce off a ceiling fan and shoot through the ceiling? But it does. Whatever. It bounces off of, like, something in his room. I think it was the ceiling fan that I list what it was. And then it goes up. It bounced up. off the ceiling fan to another thing and then shot through the ceiling. Maybe. Maybe. Because I was, like, going back and watching it. I might have done it badly. But, anyways, um, it goes into the room above them, killing a mysterious bald man who, with this, like, weird it red It killed lit, somebody? Yeah, in this weird, <laughs> weird red-lit room, um, who has this woman, like, chained to a bed. It's nothing weird like that. It is weird, though. Um, has her we, name Lydia, Lid- something that's no, with an L She's not Lydia Springs. That's Farah. We'll learn that later. Mm. Um, then we cut to Ken, who is in this season a lot, Ken and Bart, who I'm gonna explain, but... I'm not going to mention them that much because they're not that important to the plot until the end, but just know they keep coming back and kind Ken of... and Bart. They kind of um, reaffirm the whole motif of, like, everything being connected and there's, like, parallels with their storyline and the other storyline. So it's very well I, written, I, but it's, like, not I, necessary for me to talk about. So we cut to Ken, this guy who's doing tech work for one of the bald guys, um, who is, like, has his headphones and doing tech work while this, like, crazy woman covered in blood named Bart... Mm-hmm. She kills the bald guy and comes running with a machete, and this, the, then um, Ken looks I up. I thought the bald guy was killed by the, the There's sniper. a lot of bald guys. Oh my god! There's a lot of weird bald guys. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, they, the, Ken sees her and then starts running, obviously, because this crazed woman covered in blood is running at him with a machete. Uh-oh. But it turns out, they, like, run out of breath. She's actually just looking for Dirk Gently. And when oh. Ken's like, I'm not Dirk Gently, and she's like, why were you running? And he's like, because you came running at me with a machete. She kind of, throughout the season, explains that she has never not killed someone before that she was going to kill. Basically, her whole thing is she parallels Dirk, who the universe tells him, like, where the clues are, kind of. Basically, the universe tells her, like, who to kill. Who to kill. And also, the universe won't let her be killed. Ooh. Like, she could take a gun that's fully loaded, shoot it, and then when she shoots it herself, it gets stuck every time. Aww. Like, she literally can't get injured at all. The universe won't let her. And also, everyone she kills, it's like, oh, she killed that guy, oh my gosh. And then it turns out that, like, he he 
committed some terrible, terrible crime and, like, deserved to die according <laughs> to the universe. Or, like, by killing him, she, he, she stopped some crime from happening that's clear, basically. It's, like, what's it called? Rule? No, not rule utilitarian. And it's kind of, like, hinted at that she's another one of these Blackwing people. What's a Blackwing? Oh, the government agent. Forgot that oh. I haven't said that. Okay. The government agency. The government agents okay, are from okay, this okay, agency okay. called Blackwing. Project I... Icarus. Okay. She doesn't have a label, but... Okay. Sorry for being confusing. Okay. Okay, so we go back to Dirk, who is waiting outside Todd's apartment building in the morning as Todd comes out. Because it's his house. Because it's his house. (laughs) And Dirk offers to drive Todd, and Todd's like, well, I was just gonna... But then Dirk's like, your car's destroyed, like, I'll drive you. And this, like, fancy sports car... But how nice of Dirk. To, um, Todd's sister's house... And he's driving pretty recklessly, which kind of goes upon the theme of, like, everything's connected. He's not gonna just get injured randomly. He's, like, eating a pizza while he's driving. He almost crashes, like, four times. <laughs> um, so they get to Amanda's house, and they come to the door, and Amanda's like, are you guys friends? Dirk's like, yes, but Todd says, like, no, that whole scene where they're both, like, arguing about whether they're friends or not. And then in the next scene, Amanda, Amanda's need for money is explained. So basically she has the stings, which is some disease, which causes... Painful, vivid hallucinations where, like, water in your hand could feel like fire. Ooh. Or, like, you'll be playing drums and suddenly you feel like the drumsticks are like knives. Uh-oh. And so, they're not real, but it, it's like... It hurts. Yeah. It's, like, really <laughs> vivid hallucinations. And so, like, that's what she needs to pay for the medicine. So, Todd gives Amanda his last um, $300 because... The disease runs in his family, he had it, he ran his parents dry, paying for medication, and now he feels that he owes it to Amanda. Yeah, so they come back to their house, I mean the apartment, Dirk explains the whole case, Patrick Spring hired him to solve Patrick Spring's own murder, he's a super rich guy who hired him a full six weeks before the murder would happen. Hmm. So he knew about the murder at least six weeks before. Mm-hmm. So Todd does not want to be a part of this. Todd says, Dirk, you seem like a nice guy. Well, not nice. You see, Turk, you seem like a guy. <laughs> um, but Dirk assures Todd that it'll be fine as long as he works the case because the universe will make sure that it's fine. As, as long as he's working the case. Yeah. So then, the Rowdy Four in this big scary van. The Rowdy Four? The Rowdy Four. Their van is like black spray painted and it says the Rowdy Four in red. This weird descri- destructive gang um, in a spray... In... A spray paint... I wrote... Okay. I I wrote scary spray painted, which kind of messed me up because scary and spray look very similar. <laughs> so I apologize scary, for scary that. Scary, scary painted. A scary spray painted van come. Dirk is scared by this. Dirk is scared of them. Mm-hmm. So the detectives have been staking out the apartment, the missing persons detectives, and also... The government agents are also watching the apartment from a different spot, so they don't know each other. So everyone's watching them. Yeah. Okay. And the Rowdy Four, they come up, they wreck Todd's apartment. They're just bashing everything, these four guys. That's not nice for Todd. That's not very nice for Todd. Um, Meanwhile, Farrah hears all this from the room above, and she's, like, calling for help, Mm -hmm. but they can't hear her because they're wrecking their apartment. Uh Uh-oh. The detectives see the landlord come out with a gun because he hears all the noise, and he's mad that Todd's wrecking his apartment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so they're like, oh, let's get back up. So the Rowdy Four, like, surround Dirk, 
like, knock him down, and then, like, yeah. they kind of, it's, they suck his soul out, they're, like, it's not his soul, but they, like, suck his energy out, if that makes sense. I guess, kind of. It's, like, this weird, like, blue light that they're, like. Alright, so, like, not, like, they're de- supernatural. Dementors, but. Yeah, and, he, and he's fine. He's fine, though. He's okay. a little bit shaken, but he's fine. So, it's calmed down in there. They left, because they got what they wanted, which was just Dirk's energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the landlord comes in with a gun, yelling it and pointing it like Todd. Um, but then, the microwave goes off, and reflexively, he shoots it. And the bullet bounces, because like, he's like yelling, 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 <laughs> ding, and he shoots the microwave. <laughs> Me. And it bounces <laughs> off the microwave, and hits a bunch of things, and then sh- like it, he shot himself in the head, basically. Oh my god. <laughs> so... So he dies, and they're both kind of shaken, except Todd's a little more shaken than Dirk. Dirk's like, mm, it's a Wednesday. Wait, who died? The landlord. The landlord dies? Yeah, he <laughs> shot the microwave and it bounced I off. I thought Dirk gently shot the microwave. No. Okay, it was the landlord. The landlord, Dirk gently doesn't have a gun. How I, am well, I? was telling, okay, sorry for making it confusing. Supposed. I apologize. It's okay, it's okay. I hope that cleared things up, that the landlord came in with the gun. Landlord, okay. Um, the detectives and the government agents both come running because they hear gun, sh- like, gunfire, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they kind of are stopped by each other because... they're just like, what are you doing here? What are you here? doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, so... It cuts to Farah, who manages to break herself loose with the bed frame, but then knocks herself off and... knocks herself out in the process, because she, like... Mm-hmm. Too much force. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts back to the hotel where the weird, some more weird, weird bald guys ask the hotel owner about the kitten. And when the the owner's like, I don't know about any kitten, they shoot him with this electric co- crossbow thing, and he's dead. Oops. Oops. Um, Todd is take Todd and Dirk are taken in by the police, but you don't see Dirk's whole thing. Um, but they release him. But Todd is very mad because he's like, I wanted no part of this in the first place. This is not my fault. And Dirk's like, oh, well, kind of solved your problem, right? Like, the landlord was crazy, and now he's dead. And Dirk's like, he is dead, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you just, you're fine with this? Um, and and Todd is like, the reason he feels so guilty is because the reason the landlord wanted the rent was not because the landlord was crazy. It was because the landlord was, like, a weird, drugged-up alcoholic, oh, but, geez. but... Todd gave him the money in cash and then went and stole it to give to pay for the medication because he didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. So we went back and stole it. And so he was trying to like play it off as if like, no, I gave you the money, which technically he did, but like he stole it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is his fault and he feels bad because he died and that was never supposed to happen. Yeah. Um Todd Todd has like nothing now. Mm-hmm. And is really mad at Dirk, but Dirk's like, take control of your own life. When you take control of your own life, you'll see good things will happen. And so Todd's like, nom, nom, fine. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, he's like grumbly. And um, on his way home, he sees the monkey on the bus, and he well, not he's not on the, the bus. Monkey. The monkey's not on the bus. The That'd be really cute bus. though if he had like a little tie and he had like a business meeting okay. to get to. <laughs> I guess it would. <laughs> so he comes off the bus and he takes, he decides, I'm gonna take control of my own life. I'm, gonna I'm not gonna it. tell Dirk, but I'm gonna take control of my own life because I'm angry at Dirk, but I'm still gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So he takes the monkey to, there's like a little tag. You know how like dogs sometimes have the tag where it's like where they're, 
addresses, he takes the monkey, who has a tag, to the house. He has a little collar. Um, <laughs> and in the house is Lydia Springs. He opens the door. Uh-oh. The, there's, like, a guy who answers the door, and Lydia Springs is in the back, acting like a monkey. Is she controlling the monkey? And Todd's just like, uh... Is she controlling Gives the, the monkey, monkey, and then, like, that's the end of the episode. Oh my god. What? Is yeah. she controlling the monkey? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> episode two. So, flashback to two days ago, uh-huh. where Lydia Springs... Is missing. Is, no. This okay. is two days before oh, the first episode. before she's missing. So, this is how Farrah got into her situation, basically. It's what it's showing you. Oh, Lydia so Springs. this is like a whole thing of just like different point of views. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, pretty much. I love So, Lydia Springs like is at gunpoint <laughs> calling Farrah, telling her like, oh, I'm at the apartment building where Todd mm-hmm. is. And How do even they though know she's Todd? Not, no, she doesn't say Todd. I don't remember the name of the apartment building. <laughs> oh, okay. Blah, 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 apartments. Um, but she is actually in the guy's house. Okay. Already. Oh, okay. But she's leading Farah, and she hangs up with the phone saying, it's a trap, and it, like, hangs up. Mm, okay. But Farah, is like, I gotta protect her. Dun-dun-dun. Because as it's revealed later, she's actually the spring's bodyguard, so all this kind of happening sucks for her because yeah, her entire geez. job was for them not to get hurt. Damn, bro. Not Oops. to mention, I mean, you'd be fired if your clientele weren't dead, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn. So she goes to the apartment building and it shows her being, like, chased by the bald people. Uh huh. And. She goes to Todd's door, knocking on it, like, asking, like, let me in to, like, hide. And Todd pretends he's not home, even though he sees her. Not He doesn't see the bald people. He's just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved with anything. This is before Dirk came. This is before everything. So everything's connected. Todd, if Todd would have just let Farrah in, none of this would have happened. Maybe Damn. it would have still. So then it cuts to, like, current time in the mor- mor- in the morgue. In the morgue. For Patrick Spring. No. No? The detectives are looking for, for the, the weird bald guys the... that got killed by... 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 Bar... Bart. No, 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 no. Or the one that they killed by accident. No, no, no. no. The bald guys <laughs> that kill, got killed in the hotel. Because in that room with Patrick Spring in it, there were also oh, bald guys. Oh, bald guys? Okay, 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 Yeah, okay, bald okay, guys okay, are okay, everywhere. Okay, 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 okay. Um... But the guy in charge there, this young guy, is like, oh, they're gone. And the detective are like, what do you mean they're gone? They're dead bodies. He's like, well, they still exist. <laughs> the FBI took them to investigate the way they died, because it was weird. And so they were like, okay. But then it's revealed later, when they come back to the morgue, that it turns out that guy doesn't actually work there. <laughs> and um, the bodies were taken by another group. Was it Dirk? No. Was it They the- wouldn't. The, 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 the fours? No, it was some more bald guys, basically. More that, bald guys? It wasn't just more bald guys. <laughs> There's a leader of the bald guys. Oh, is, the bald guys is an organization? Yeah. Really? Sort of. Full bullshit. I mean, it's, it's not an organization, <laughs> but it's kind of, it kind of is. No, no, no. They're called, like, no. something of the machine. I no. Later. No. What do you mean? No, this isn't true. What are they called? I'm calling bluff. No, this, there's not a group of bald guys that runs Dirk Gently. Nope. Oh, runs Dirk Gently? He's not part of them. No, nah, I know Dirk Gently's not, but, like, it runs the show, because they're a part of the show. No. 
I don't no. know what you mean. They're it's called not, men. They're, they're not real. They're a cult. Not it's, an not, it's not real. Men of the machine. It's not they're real. Bluff. Tell me exactly what you're calling bluff. I'm on calling bluff on machine. the fact that there's that many bald guys in it. That there's this whole group of bald guys, and they're a whole other thing, and they're all bald. They're a cult. No. It is true. It's That's not like true. the thing. That's like a funny thing. Oh my god. I mean, like it's dark, but it's also funny. Now I gotta find where I was because I was found. They were called men of the machine. Okay. Men of the machine. Men of the machine. Anyways. Should they be called bald guys? Oh, I forgot to say, <laughs> I missed this. Back when, the, the last episode, when um, Lydia Springs was, like, acting like a monkey, and Todd mm-hmm. was like, oh, Uh-oh. and left, when he was leaving, he walked by a corner store that was had a TV that was showing the lottery numbers. And he won. Yeah, of course, he won. Because he was so, working the and case. He, and so and he was like, wow. Dirk, maybe Dirk was right. Because he was working the case, Yeah, so the universe likes him now. Exactly. <gasps> he took charge of his own life. He took charge of his own... That is a metaphor. Everyone should take charge <laughs> of their own life. Call today to buy our box set of inspirational movies to yes. take charge of your own life. Exactly. Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alexia. I have no idea what you're talking about ever. <laughs> Um, it's like the power within movies. The power within. The power within. The power within! Yeah! I'm just gonna wait until you're done. <laughs> God, this is Spongebob. Everyone knows what yes, I'm talking I'm about. It's the karate. Is it the karate video? Is I can't remember if that's the karate video? video or if that's like the normal video. No, it's not the normal video. I don't know. I don't remember. It's like an inspiration. I think either Squidward watches it or SpongeBob watches it. That's two things I can't yeah. tell. Okay, continue. Okay, so um, Todd, Todd and Dirk are talking. They're by the house that Lydia Springs is in because they're like, "Hmm, this is interesting." Because Todd is like, "Dirk, look, she's in there," um, and the bite marks in the hotel by both the people at the the morgue and them. They're both like, "Wait, the bite marks were like that of a hammerhead shark." What the fuck? Interesting. <laughs> um, just another detail in the whole Hammerhead thing. Hammerhead shark. Okay. Um, so, Todd and Dirk break into the house that Lydia was in last night. Mm-hmm. Dirk leading Todd by taking his lottery ticket and being like, haha, I got it. I win. Throws it places, like, oh, you gotta come in here with me because you gotta get the lottery ticket. And Todd's like, this is mean. And then at the end, Dirk apologizes because, like, maybe that was kind of mean. Aww. <laughs> um... So, in the guy's house, it's covered in posters um, for a rock star. He, like, mm-hmm. loves this rock star. It's an important plot point named... That went missing once. Named Shrocky. Shrocky? Named Shrocky. Bullshit. His name is not Shrocky. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep it a <laughs> Yes, you're right. His name is Lux. That's not any better. His name is Lux. I mean, it's a little better than fucking Shrocky. It's like Shrocky. a weird, cool last name. I was... But... <laughs> trying to think of a funny name. You should have named him. You should. You should have. You should have. You should have named him Tim Curry. No, <laughs> that would have just been gotten right away. Was it not just gotten right away? I could have pulled off Shrocky if I kept a straight face. 
Perhaps. Shiraki. Shiraki. Okay, oh my so god. his name is Lux. I watched The Boss Baby today. I watched The Boss Baby yesterday. It's such Not a, yesterday, Wednesday. I started watching it yesterday. It was such... Dude, it, it was amazing. It makes no sense. The plot makes absolutely know, no sense. I know, but it was the, amazing. The cinematography, though, let me tell you. Oh the cinematography in The Boss Baby is pretty dang good. If it was just a short, it would have made more sense. The baby it's was just so the, cute. The plot made absolutely... Like, once you started thinking about it, you're like, wait a minute. No, but the thing is, that's the thing, because it doesn't make any sense, because was thought of by a baby like the bad guy was a baby right yeah but and he saw the baby the mentality the dreamworks isn't a baby no but that's <laughs> why it can be so ridiculous because the bad guy was driven because he was a baby oh my god i could spend hours talking about this movie we're like, gonna see, talk about it on the gonna... drive to the other movie so okay continue boss baby's amazing everyone should watch that film alec baldwin yeah. okay um so they're in the house, uh-huh. they're, like, sneaking around, they get the lottery ticket back, because they threw it in there, um, and Lydia, like, they're in the bathroom, and they realize, like, Lydia is acting like a monkey, what's going on? Lydia won't come with them, but the monkey- Monkey curse. Monkey will come with them. Monkey will come with them. Monkey's cool with coming with them. Lydia is cursed to stay in the home, and she has to act like the monkey, because she is the monkey. The monkey and Lydia are twin souls. You're not too far. <laughs> You're getting there. Um, so the guy who owns the house is this creepy old guy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of middle-aged. Is he he's like die? the big, he has the big creepy glasses. Um, eventually, but not anytime soon. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he's talking on the phone about a shootout, shootout, and mm-hmm. how he is the supreme soul. A supreme The supreme soul. soul. So it's kind of he's clear at this point soul, that he's, he's like the, the leader. soul. That, I get it, because it's like Lux, but no, it's the supreme soul. I mean, no. <laughs> Just, it would make a lot more sense okay. later, cool. but it, is this, it's actually this is the, not. This is the old dude that's obsessed with the rock star. Yeah. Right. And he's, like, middle-aged. He's not that old. Okay. Middle-aged. Um, 50 at best. Yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, he has, like, the weird glasses. Like, those. Like, Coke bottle lenses? Or the ones that have, like, two lines? And they're, like... Like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. Have, like, everyone knows what we're there. talking yeah. about. We're just like making circles on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weird glass. The, the they can look the old dude, the old dude glasses. The ones that are like aviator glasses, but they have clear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's how you would describe it. Um, but he's talking about how he's the supreme soul, and they're in the bathroom, like Dirk and Todd trying to like escape now. Um, and Dirk throws this monkey toy to like try to get, because it turns out Lydia's like. Lydia's a monkey. monkey. Like, she's... Wait, she what constitutes this, like, a toy. monkey toy? Oh, it's not like a monkey. It's like a it's like a squeaky toy. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. he throws it to get her away. So, because she's, like, making noises, calling him over. And it hits a candle. Okay. And knocks over the candle. And lights some... A table on fire. And they start trying to climb out through the window... The guy hears them because Todd's phone rings, and Dirk's like, you didn't silence your phone? Mm-hmm. And they manage to climb out the window because when the guy's there, Dirk's, the guy's like, you, and Dirk's like, me. You. Oh. And then he's like, wait, do I know you? And he doesn't. And he throws his business cards at him to try to, like, get, like, to distract him. Away. I would Away. do that. <laughs> and so they climb out the window, um, and his house sits on fire. Schlablagoo. Schlablag- what does that mean? <laughs> Schlablagoo. <South> <laughs> Sounds like Simlish. Um, anyways. Schlablagoo. But then we cut to, to Farah, and we learn that 
Patrick Spring, like, she learns that Patrick Spring is dead, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh no, because she's the Fuck. bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, ah, that's Damn my job. It. <laughs> um, the rowdy four are at Amanda's house, because Amanda's house. Mm-hmm. They're outside, they're chilling in their car. She calls Todd, which is why the phone rang. Oh. Oh. Everything's connected. Oh. Um, so that will come back later. Um, the bad guys now have Dirk's phone number because he threw the business cards, which is very convenient because... They they want the monkey back, and they say they have their friend, and they send a picture of Farah. They don't know Farah, but they're like, okay, we'll meet them. Okay. We'll meet them. Okay. Um, is a girl. We'll, we'll save. I think, actually, Dirk did know Farah. I don't know. <laughs> he just knows everyone. Um, so they, they establish a trade at night on the bridge. Mm-hmm. So they're trading Farah for the monkey. So... Todd, in order for them to give them Farah, because actually they said they, they said Wait, like, oh, did... we'll show Farah, okay. but like, they didn't actually say they'd give her, like, one of those little oh. things, so they're like, no, we want to get her, sneaky. so, so Todd's like, I'm gonna drop the monkey, because he's trying to be all cool <gasps> off the bridge, yeah. and, but he's not actually gonna do it, until a weird, like, ghost-like voice and, like, thing, face pops out, the that's universe. Lydia Springs, <gasps> and she's like, help me or something and he gets scared so he drops the monkey oh my god <laughs> and todd you clumsy goof. but luckily Farah's like super good at fighting and with her this like mask on she's still able to like fight and like get to the other side of the bridge mm-hmm. she's cool and that's okay because they're more interested in the monkey um so two different like these are different fbi agents these fbi agents have been watching them from up below the bridge and they get kidnapped by the bald guys. They get kidnapped by the bald guys? They get bald guys kidnapped that definitely by the bald don't exist. <laughs> one of them, I think, is killed, but the other one doesn't. One more bald guy down. How high is our no, no, bald no, 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 guy no. murder count? No, 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 not the bald guys, the FBI oh. agents. Actually, oh. the FBI agent doesn't get killed. I think they um, turn him into a rat or something. Is the, ba- is the FBI agent bald? No, neither oh. of them are bald. So, um... So yeah, saying. so here's where I would tell you that, like, the, the other government agents are a part of Blackwing, but I told you that already, so... They basically deal with, like, weird folks, and they... Weird The folks. government is, like, tells the the old guy who, who's the guy who leads Blackwing, saying, mm-hmm. like, you have to bring everyone in from Blackwing, or we're gonna end the program. Guy? He's not bald. Um, I think he's balding. Huh. But they're like, we're gonna end the program if you don't get everyone in. The Icarus And we're gonna project. start killing people, and we're gonna start with Dirk Gently. Damn. So he's like, I gotta get Dirk, because while he is kind of not a great person, because he wants all these, like, little, he wants all these, like, weird people in, like, he wants the government to use them for their advantage. Yeah. At least he doesn't want them dead. That's true. But Dirk's like, I'm not going with you. And that's later. So they, they go back to Dirk's apartment, and Todd starts to describe what he saw with the monkey and he stops when he sees that Dirk has the cat <laughs> what's the cat what the little black cat the little black the cat and he's just like where'd you get that cat yeah exactly huh so here's the next episode they have so many pets what episode okay this is episode four Ooh, when did we get I've been, I've been, I've been banging this because there's like eight episodes, but I, I, flashback I, to 15 years ago, Shiraki, well, Lux, is, mm-hmm. is being told by this like powerful woman that his energy is being redesignated to the creepy guy. The creepy guy? The creepy guy. Um, the creepy guy's like, what? I don't want this. What? Oh, no. Um, um, because she's mad that he's 
Oh no, he's mad that he has to do this because he's like, I'm a rock star, I don't have to do this. But she's like, you're getting too comfortable in that body. We gotta switch ya. Um, if things are starting to make sense now, mm-hmm, hopefully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it cuts to four days ago, where Lydia first comes to the weird guy's house, and he she like knocks on the door, he's like, Lydia Springs just came to my door? Like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell me the truth about my mother and my grandfather's death and tell me who Zachariah Webb is. And he's Zachariah like, Webb. he's like, I don't know who Zachariah <laughs> Webb is, but I could tell you how your mother and your grandfather died. It's coming, Damn. coming. It's cold out here. It's, baby, it's cold outside. Oh, you, mm, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Um, so it's like coming. I monkey? got some comic books the monkey? and a doggy the and monkey? some candy. The monkey. The monkey makes its way the to monkey. the police station. Hold on, the monkey made his way. Out to you the can't monkey. do this to me. I will. I will. Where the detectives <laughs> find it and they're like, "Where'd you find this?" One of them goes, "I think it's Bob." Is like, "Where'd you find this?" And he's like, "It just came up. It was." It was making noises at police officers outside of the building. Like it just Uh-oh. came to the police station. Yeah, the monkey. monkey. Um, so they're like, let's keep it safe and hidden. So they, um, and they're like, weird, they the address little... on the thing, it was burned down yesterday. Oh, that's so odd. That's so strange. Um, Farrah and Dirk go to the, the Spring Estate, the, the, the Patrick Spring Estate. Patrick Springs. Um, and Farrah, cause this is where she works, she's their bodyguard. She's not their bodyguard. You calling bluff? Yeah. She is their bodyguard. Damn it! You kept mentioning it so many times. Sorry. Just, I feel like you were just waiting. No. You were just dangling it in front of my face. <laughs> um, and she is given a letter by, like, the housekeep that it says three questions, one answer. It's two questions, one answer. <laughs> it's three questions, okay. one answer. Um, then it cuts to Amanda, who's like, I'm gonna go shopping. Because she never goes outside because of her disease, the sting or whatever it's Her called. disease. And because she can get this attack at any time. So she's like, I can't go outside. But she's like, you know what? I'm gonna take control of my own life. I'm gonna right? take control of my own life, you guys! And she goes outside to the, the, the store. Mm-hmm. The shopping store. The, the shopping grocery center. store. The grocery and store. And she gets a bunch of stuff. And she's like, cashier, I did it! And the cashier's like, okay, like, good nice. for you. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you are um, or and your she, struggles. And she... She's... But while she's checking out, she, like, gets an attack where she, like, feels like she's on fire. Oh, actually. And so she runs outside, and obviously to everyone else, she just looks like a lunatic. So people are starting to take videos on their cell phone. But then oh. the Rowdy the rowdy Four come by. The Rowdy and Four! And they, they smash everyone's cell phones. Yay! And they do the weird soul-sucking thing, energy-sucking oh. thing to her. Oh, no. But it stops her attack. Oh, yay! And they, like, bring her back to her house and, like, place her safely inside. Yay, the Rowdy Four MVPs. Yeah. Um, so Todd, during this, went to the police to tell them about the bridge trade. He's, like, trying to be as honest as possible because he does not want to get in trouble for this stuff. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't know much. And they're, like, intri- like they're trying to be, like, trying to get stuff out of him. So they're playing, like, he's guilty. But even though he's not actually guilty. Mm-hmm. So they bring up the fact that he once filed a false police report, um, filing his old band's- his old band was called The Mexican Funeral- Oh my god. Um, no, it's not. It's called the Cuban Funeral. <laughs> Are you calling Wolf yeah, on that? Yeah, I'm calling Wolf. No, his old band is actually called the Mexican Funeral. That's exactly what I would name a band with my Mexican friend. Anyways, <laughs> so he, he filed a bunch of instruments as stolen when they weren't no. because he needed the money. Mm-hmm. And um, they they were like talking about that and he's like, sorry, that was a long time ago. Oops. And then... Oopsies. um. 
um, they apparently had also called his parents, and he's like, you called my parents? And they're like, we're detectives, we detect, we investigate, like, what do you expect? Um, and they know about him stealing from his landlord. Uh-oh. But. What a bad boy, Todd. But he gets Amanda's call, and he's like, can I go? And they're like, well, we're not keeping you here unless you're guilty, so are you guilty? And he's like, no, what? <laughs> and so he leaves to go help Amanda. He, like, runs there. He runs all the way there, and she's fine. Mandy. She's fine. Um, by then. Mandy's okay. That's such a... Why are you calling her <laughs> Mandy? Um, Dirk and Farah at Patrick Springs Place, they find his workshop, and they find this weird light bulb that lights up when you touch it. Ooh. Dirk calls it something stupid. It's I don't remember. It's some bombilla. What? That's just how you say light bulb in Spanish. No. Um, then the Blackwing guy finds Dirk at, um, Todd's apartment building, kind of. And he tries to get Dirk to come back to Blackwing to do a final, like, a debriefing, which you know it's gonna just be capturing him. And he's like, the, the, the stupid guy he's with, the stupid young guy, tackles Dirk. And Dirk's like, what? And then the old guy's like, you're not supposed to tackle him. And he's like, oh, he was trying to escape. And he wasn't. This whole thing. Basically, the stupid guy's really stupid. Um, but also pretty violent. And Dirk's like, I'm not going back there after 16 years, you crazy. You nutso. Okay, so then it is... Spazitron. And it is the next episode. What episode are we on? Actually, why did... I think this is four. Last one was three. I messed up the numbering. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but it, it just I called the bluff, didn't here. I? <laughs> Call bluff on that. I did, I was just like, three... No, we were like four. <laughs> four, I mean. So, in this episode is kind of revealed that Todd has a crush on Farah. Nice. And there's this whole thing with like he wants to wear his cool jacket because he wants to like impress her, and Amanda's like, ooh, you have a crush. It's this whole thing. Amanda is staying in Todd's apartment now mm-hmm. because of this. And she she's like, whoa, I didn't know all this was happening. Why is your apartment a mess? Why is all this happening? <laughs> Why is your landlord dead? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the FBI agent from before that got captured by the wall guys, one mm-hmm. of them, isn't dead. He comes to the detectives, but he's all weird now. And he's asking about Dirk and Todd and the monkey. And the detectives are like, how do you know about the monkey? How do you know about the monkey? And the detectives are like, where's Nathan, your partner? Um, and the guy's just like, I'm gonna go speak, the, detec- the FBI mm-hmm. agent's like, I wanna go speak to Todd. And the detectives are like, he's like, where's Todd? And the detective's like, oh, he's in this building, but, How like, you know but, like, where's Todd? Nathan? Like, mm-hmm. and then he's like, I'm going, and he leaves, mm-hmm. and the detectives are like, oh, we said too much. There's something wrong with that guy. We shouldn't we have told him where Todd was. Much. <laughs> so Oops, let's just put this guy in danger. Yeah. <laughs> so. Casually. Dirk, Fair, and Todd find Patrick Springs, like, he has this, like, energy machine thing mm-hmm. that's just in the middle of a Bendy park. Bendy and the ink machine. It's, like, this big thing. Uh-huh. But they, it's fenced off, so they go, they go in the fence, whatever. It, they easily can break in. They go in the fence. They go in the fenced Damn area. It. Is there a genre shift? <laughs> no, there's no genre <laughs> shift. <laughs> Um, Dirk accidentally falls down a hole because he found this lever in a bush and he, like, puts it, there's, like, a lever place. Mm-hmm. And then he just falls down a hole and then Todd's like, oh, I gotta find Dirk. So he goes down the hole and then Amanda calls them, but she can't get through. So she calls, um, Farah, and she's like, there's a weird FBI agent at the, the place, Uh-oh. at the apartment. Mm-hmm. So Farah's like, I'm coming. You guys handle yourself down there. 
So like, we're in a hole, but then it turns out this hole is a secret death maze. They don't die, though. But the whole thing about the maze is that they needed... It could only be them to solve it because they needed the light bulb. There's, like, a room with a bunch of light bulbs. Oh, and, like, there's, like, bulb. one place that you have to put the light bulb in and it actually becomes a doorknob and it's this whole thing. What? Okay. It's it's a whole thing. It was created by Patrick Spring. Patty Which Pats. is clear because of the light bulb ha- having to work there. All okay, that. Okay, okay. And that's why it's good that they, they had one. <laughs> yeah, they had it. <laughs> the, the one. The light bulb. So... Farrah berates the obviously fake FBI agent for being obviously fake because he, like, went inside her apartment. Like, he doesn't have a partner there. He's interrogating without a partner, which isn't allowed. Mm -hmm. He has his safety off and his gun. Like, he's breaking all these rules. And then, so she knows there's something off. And and then he's like, I read your file. Like, you didn't get into police school. And, like, started, like, berating her about her insecurities. And so then she's like... Fair, she, I love you. she like doesn't do anything, but she still waits with Amanda as he like is in the car and then eventually leaves mm-hmm. like a long time later. Uh oh. Um, when like Todd doesn't come back, because mm-hmm. he's trying to find Todd. So, then it cuts to the creepy guy and the sad, the sad woman from the beginning in the hotel who I didn't realize was. The How same did he woman. get her file? He's in the FBI. Why would he read her file though? Because he he knows about he knows about fair because he's he's uh, do I have to spell it out for you? <laughs> he's evil. He's the, F- the old FBI guy agent. He's in the man machines. Okay. Is he bald? <laughs> Remember when the bald guys kidnapped the FBI agent? Oh, they brainwashed him. In a sense, they brainwashed him. him. Yes, they replaced him with a bald guy. <laughs> they replaced. Should his I spell soul. it out for you? I thought you could deduce it on your own. They made him a skin robot. They basically freaky. They're freaky Friday in people. Oh, how? Who else? Oh, cause the monkey and the girl, and she's acting like a monkey. <sighs> Who's the cat? You'll find out later. <laughs> I want to know who the cat is. Who is not necessarily They're the freaky Fridaying people. I love how that's a verb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I, I would just um, make it clear to you because you seem very confused. I get it now. So the creepy guy, the creepy guy, like the one that kidnapped Lydia, uh-huh. and the sad woman from the beginning reunited at a bar and apparently they used to date. Ooh. He brings her a gift. She's a big fan of Lux and... She's like, this is Lux's jacket. It's this big fur coat. <gasps> it's a fur coat, you guys! Yeah, it's the fur coat that Todd's in in the beginning. Well, not... He's not in the beginning. It's but, in the end, in, but in, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so... He brings her in, um, into this It's not room. a fur coat, it's a leather jacket. Are you calling what? Yeah. No, it's a fur coat. Damn it. So he brings her into this weird room with the de- with this device explaining that this device lets you swap bodies. It was coming up real soon. Okay. The actual okay. answer. Okay, okay. Um and I think I figured it out before and that came up on the show where it explained it, but you know. Maybe uh, they've seen the show. Okay, maybe. <laughs> um and he realized he's first it was like a spiritual thing where they'd swap bodies with like animals but then mm-hmm. they realized that they could swap bodies with like celebrities they could kidnap celebrities and swap bodies with them and that's how that's why lux was like a soul that was swapping into this guy's body and so it's it's revealed that like this guy was lux this soul at one point took over lux's body and then took over this guy's body 
So, like, this guy is Lux. And so she's like, this is all Lux's old stuff. And he's like, you never actually knew the real Lux. All you met was me. <gasps> and then he kills her with, he smashes her with a guitar. It's oh not very god. graphic. But oh my like, god. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Um, so the death maze that they're in leads into a room of screens with a bunch of clues with buttons on them. So Dirk is like, hmm, I get it. So he punches in the cat. He's like, clues that have come up. The cat, the shark. The hammerhead shark, the cat, the monkey. The, it's a zoo. The monkey and the girl. And the so those girl. Those, there's a bunch of other items, but those are the four that like unlock the next slide, with the next like screens mm-hmm. that are just numbers. And he's like, numbers? What numbers? numbers? And he's like, three questions, one answer. One answer! And then it flips to a bunch of, like a map. Like the screens make a map. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. then it shorts out, so they never get to really look at the map. Uh-huh. And then the room's on like fire, and they're <gasps> screaming. And it cuts to the apartment where... That's like Amanda when she thought she was on fire. It cuts to Amanda being like, oh no, I'm having an attack. I smell smoke. And then Ferris like, wait, I smell smoke. <laughs> and then they see in the vents of smoke and they go down to the bottom, like Uh-oh. where the vent would lead, and they can hear Todd and, and Dirk yelling. And it turns out that the maze led back into the apartment and like there's like only a wall separating them. Oh. And so she starts to like shoot down the wall, like saying, heads up. But she can't, like it's not working. But then the Rowdy Four come. The Rowdy Four! And they break down the wall. Is the Rowdy Four just them? What? Is the Rowdy Four, like, Todd and Dirk and Farah and, like, just them? No. No? Are they bald? No. <laughs> Who are they? They're, they're the Rowdy Four. They're different characters. Okay. They have names. I just don't remember them. But they don't really tell you. They're, like, weird names. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but they break down the wall and then they, like, suck... Rowdy Dirk's four. soul again. He's like, not again. Why do they keep sucking his soul? Because, and then they leave and they're like, mmm, that was good. Tasted good. What hungry. do mm-hmm. they gain? That's how they eat. Oh, but what? Okay, does it do anything to Dirk or Amanda? This isn't revealed in this season. This is revealed in the next season, but it it's kind of like a guess in this season. It's implied that, like, they need this to, like, to feed, and they're, like, part of, they're part of Blackwing. But, like, is Dirk... It, does it hurt them? So, in the next season, they talk about how, like, if they do it to a person who's, like, special, it doesn't hurt them. Ooh. And it didn't hurt so Amanda. it didn't hurt Amanda. Um, but if they do it to a regular person, like, it really is takes that, a lot out of that. them. But they don't So, like Dirk and Amanda are special. Mm, perhaps. Um, so, yeah, so, Amanda, back when she had that attack before and they, like, sucked her soul mm-hmm. out, her energy, she had this, like, vision. She had this, like, weird, like, psychic, like, vision thing. And in okay. that vision, she saw the map. Ooh. So, while the map got shorted out, the she map, has it in map, her brain. The map, the map, And the she, like, <laughs> twists his lover. She, anyway, she can solve the puzzle. Like, dun, 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 Amanda dun. saved the day. Amanda. So, next episode. So, they use the map that Amanda has the in map. her brain, but they, like, write it down, I think. I don't really remember. They, um, they use that to find the pieces of the second machine, which is what the the other guys have been looking for, the bad guys. They've been looking for the second machine. Because the first machine, the Freaky friday them. The second machine did not. No. <laughs> they There's rumors of a second machine, oh. and they, like, want it because of the power okay. and stuff. Okay. And... That's why they kidnapped Lydia, was to get the second machine from Patrick, but then Patrick died. But and then Patrick died. Who knows who what's Who killed Patrick? Anyway. Well, the very man of the machines, because there's a bunch of bald guys there. It's very interesting, the person that killed Patrick. Or maybe so, it was Todd. 
Um, it gets a little bit complicated, so I apologize to the listeners if I miss any details because it's just very complicated. We're and have fun here. Um, it's not quite at the very, very complicated part, but basically Dirk and Todd use the map, they find all the pieces of the second machine, um, and this one, like, is kind of a time machine, like, Mm -hmm. it does the body talk, but it's a time machine. This one is a time machine. Okay. Um, and they take the cat with them, um, Amanda, separately. Is the cat Patrick? Amanda separately says <laughs> that she belongs with the Rowdy Four. Like, she's hanging with them there. He's Now, she's in their truck. They're, she's pa- they're part painting of it. her nails. Rowdy Five. What? Is it the Rowdy Five now? That's I thought she was still a monkey. Four. Amanda. Oh, Amanda. Oh, thank The God. sister. They're painting, like, her nails. She's having a good time. It's the Rowdy Five. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, Todd reveals to Dirk in this like moment uh-huh. because because Dirk's like, why are you like this? Why are you always so like guilty all the time? Uh-huh. And Todd reveals to Dirk that he never, because oh, did I mention this before? That what? oh yeah, it did. That he ha- used to have the stings. Yeah. Well, it turns out he never actually had the stings. <gasps> it runs in his family, so he just lied to his parents for the money. What a little And that's bitch. why he feels so bad that Amanda actually got it after him. Because that's why he feels responsible to pay for all he of it. spent all his But she doesn't money. know that he never had it. Uh-huh. And so she believes that it can be cured when he doesn't know uh-huh. if it can be cured. So, um... That's not nice, Todd. They are found by some baldies. Some baldies? Um, but the shark cat saves them. The shark cat? The cat, when you throw it in the air, uh-huh. it has the soul of a shark. Oh, what the fuck? They combined. They searched the souls of a cat and a shark. Which is why the cat was at the crime scene, crunching up everyone. But it wasn't crunching up, because when you throw the cat, a shark comes out. Okay, so the cat is not Patrick. No, the cat is not Patrick. I was close. So, Bob and Rob <laughs> find the animal control center that the weirdo guy has been keeping all of the bodies from, like, since the 50s, and mm-hmm. they're like, yuck, yuck. Ooh, bodies. But, but Rob gets, like, killed, gets, like, sniped by... Uh-oh, Rob. And Bob is like, oh no! Oh no, Bo- Bob and Rob? Yeah. Bullshit. One of them's not, no, oh. Bob isn't real. How have I gotten this far? <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you, their names are, like... <laughs> What is their name? Estevez and... It's like, yeah, it's not... Estevez. Yeah, Estevez and... What's... And Zimmerfield. Ew. Okay, you can keep calling Bob and Rob if you want. No, their names are... They match them. It makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. Estevez, Julio, Ricardo, Montoya, Rodriguez. Estevez is like, oh no. And then Farrah's there, like, hiding and, like, trying... She's, like, figuring it all out, too, but they don't know she's there. Anyways, next episode... That's pretty much what happens in that episode mm-hmm. when you cut out all the um, Bart and and what's his face? Ken. Ken. Is his name actually Ken? <laughs> his name's Ken. I just <laughs> forgot it. Um, yeah. So Todd confesses to Amanda all of his lies for the past ten years, like Damn. over the phone. I was so pissed. Yeah, she <laughs> is pretty mad, and she's really sticking with this whole rowdy three. I mean, rowdy four thing. Rowdy three. Who dies? No one dies. <laughs> um. So. So, Bart, Bart finally is in the city, and she Mm. finds Dirk, and is like, I'm gonna kill you, Uh and she's never tried to kill someone and not kill them, but guess who stops her? The universe. Pharaoh. I mean, the universe. The universe helps Pharaoh stop her, but yeah, stop, whatever. Um, but there's a reason the universe brought Bart and Ken to there. Okay. 
Estevez finally figures the whole thing out with the Freaky Friday because he's he's like all drunk, sad. He's on this park bench with the mm-hmm. monkey. <laughs> the monkey. Um, and he's like, oh, something like, wouldn't it be crazy if the monkey was like Lydia? Like, are you Lydia? Like, not if you're Lydia. Like, and then and then he's like, what? <laughs> so he figures it out on his own. That's so now cute. he's a part of the whole thing. Like, he goes to the hotel. He's a part of this whole... There's he's, this whole... He's okay. in the investigation. Let me just do episode now. 7 and 8 together. Okay. Explaining. This is where a lot happens. Alright. Okay. So, as we know, Zachariah, who's also Patrick Spring, they're the same person. Patrick Spring and Zachariah Webb are the same person. Zachariah Webb! Zachariah... The name! Yes! <laughs> Zachariah Webb from before is just... Is is okay, let's start from the beginning. And now Zachariah, he's the cat. No. <laughs> this is very confusing. So okay. you're gonna have to stick with me. Okay. Zachariah's invention enables the souls of two bodies to be swapped. It can allow one to travel through can also allow you to travel through time. Mm-hmm. However, one of Zachariah's tests resulted in the machine falling forward in time to the nineteen sixties. He was like from the eighteen hundreds, Zachariah <gasps> Webb. Zachariah Webb. So it falls forward in time to the nineteen sixties, where it was found by a group of hippies. Initially using the soul swapping to create trans-existential experiences with zoo animals, the hippies start using the machine to transfer souls with influential people, gaining wealth and power, and becoming the cult men of the machine. I knew I was about to say they came into the bald guys, but okay. Yeah. Um, In the present, the cult is run by Gordon Rimmer, who's the- Ramsey? <laughs> he's the he's the the guy. I just forgot his name for the whole thing. His name is Gordon River. Okay. The the you know the old he's not old the weird guy. middle aged yeah. Um, the, the guy who dated prior Lydia. to Patrick's murder, Lydia Spring had figured out a connection between her family and um, Gordon and accosted him about it, going to his door. And instead, he abducted her, swapped her soul with that of a monkey. With a monkey. Planned to use Lydia to co- coerce Patrick into giving up his other machine, the time machine. Through clues left by Patrick, who is in fact Zachariah Webb traveling in time. So Zachariah Webb traveled forward in time. Had a kid. Had a kid. Had a life. Had a life. Um, yeah. Dirk and Todd find the machine and escape from Gordon. They find the machine, they come to the hotel, and then they escape from Gordon by traveling back in time. Mm -hmm. Just before Patrick's murder on that day. The day that... Um, but Patrick turned into the cat. Stop it! You're just making it more complicated. The day that Todd sees himself. Yeah, yeah, Um, they encounter, and in that process, they also stole his jacket. It's this whole thing. Farrah gives him these, like, Farrah gives Todd the, the knuckles, the sharp knuckles. Ooh, the brass knuckles. And then she's like, don't let them see you use it, and then he uses it, and it's this whole thing about him being, like, standing up for himself. Yay. Um, and he takes the coat. Um, so they encounter a figure in clockwork armor, who is revealed to be another version of Patrick from 2001, who travels forward in time to recover his initial machine from the men in the machine. So basically, (laughs) he's like, I'm gonna take this machine from the men in the machine. Um. That's why they're called the men in the machine, not the bald dudes? They're not called the bald dudes. I know, that's why they're called the men of the machine, not the bald dudes, because they have a machine. Yeah, that's the whole reason they exist. Yeah. As a cult. So they go their separate ways. Um, both hoping to, like, kill and stop Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, at the penthouse... Levitz? The boys have stealed... Stole. The boys have stolen Todd's <laughs> master key from before. Yeah. So they took it. So it he was his took master his own, key. Yeah. He took his own master um, key. Um, Dirk opens the door in the gorilla mask. Mm-hmm. So that's Dirk, who is in the gorilla mask. Um, Patrick in the clockwork armor disrupts the meeting. 
a cat whose soul has been transferred with that of a shark gets loose, and the shark's soul psychokinetically attacks everyone present, killing the present Patrick and so the so, so so Patrick so, killed himself. Basically. So it's his fault that Patrick died. That yeah. future present Patrick died. But it's a closed loop. Yeah. So he has to do it. So he had to do it. Um well, but I mean, no like, one knew it was a closed loop. He didn't know he was gonna end up killing yeah, him. Yeah, he didn't know. But now so, he knows he can't well, do anything to get know. rid of it. At the pa- I don't yeah. think he knew. As Wait, Dirk was 2011 Patrick, like... 2001. 2001. So he was before... That was basically a Patrick that came before the present Patrick died. Like, the Patrick that died hadn't... Like, he was the most present Patrick. Yes. Clearly. Yeah. So then did he... Did the 2001 Patrick see that his hammer cat turned... Yeah. That so one, he killed that know. one? So he did know he was gonna die in that room. Yeah. Okay. He did know. The only person that didn't know was, well, everyone else in the room and also, um, Todd. Yeah. Well, you'll find out that Dirk knew and Todd's pretty mad about that. That's so nice. Dirk, Todd, and the armored Patrick flee the hotel. Wait, is that why he yells at him about time travel? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Todd recognizes the conversation he had seen himself in previously, that whole thing. They encounter an early version of Dirk, and the present version provides his earlier self with cryptic clues to help him solve the case later. So that's how he can, like, solve the case. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd's pretty mad that Dirk, Dirk knew it was a closed loop all along, that there was no stopping the murder. When they figured when they figured out it was a time machine, Todd was like, oh, so we'll stop the murder. And Dirk's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, he knew the whole time. Yeah. So Todd's pretty mad about that. Um, now aware that he will be killed in the future and of Lydia's plight, Patrick returns to 2001. The, the 2001 Patrick actually wouldn't have known he would die. The, oh. the other Patrick knew he was going to die. The present Patrick knew he was going to die. But the 2001 Patrick was just going to kill, to kill Gordon. Well, when he went there, but then when he came back, that's when he found out. Like, when he let out the hammerhead shark. No, when cat. he let out the hammerhead shark, he didn't know. He didn't know? When he find out? Well, I guess that's the exact moment he found out when that he was he killing When he let the himself. cat out? Yeah, but he didn't go there with the plan to kill himself. Oh, wait. Oh, no, I didn't think he came there okay. with the plan to kill himself. I just thought that, like, he it's lived the rest of his life after 2001 knowing that he was gonna die because of the cat. Yeah, so, basically, um, Patrick returns to 2001 to bury the machine for Dirk and Todd to find with the mm-hmm. map and set up all the events so we can ensure that Dirk will take Patrick's case and save Lydia. Mm-hmm. So then, Dirk and Todd are able to stop Gordon and the men of the machine from using Zachariah's device further, um, leading to the cult member's death. Um, Estevez and Farah, like, they're competently, like, killing people. I think is the one that kills Gordon in the end. Um... Yeah, and then the rest of them are, like, scrambling. Mm-hmm. Dirk gets hurt somehow, I don't know, but he's fine. Um, they're re- trying to return Lydia to her body, but they need to fix the machine, the f- like... They need to fix the machine. And they're like, we don't know how to fix the machine. And then um, Bart and Ken come. And Ken knows how to fix the machine. Ken knows how to fix the machine. And so that's why the universe had Bart being like, I gotta kill Dirk Gently to bring them together. But then that's why he didn't let Bart kill Dirk Gently. The universe didn't let Bart kill exactly. Dirk. And so Ken knows how the machines work, fixes it. They return it to Zachariah Webb in the 19th century. They return that machine. And then Dirk, happy ending decides, I'm gonna have a holistic detective agency with Todd and Fair, and we're all gonna live happily ever after. <laughs> Next scene, they decide that at this diner. They're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Todd goes to the... Okay, in the end, however, Dirk, Bart, and Ken, and the Rowdy Four are captured by Blackwing. Oh. Because Todd goes to the bathroom, Dirk's like, I'm gonna be step out for a second. He's captured by Blackwing. <laughs> the rest of them are captured. Um, 
Except one of the members of the Rowdy Four who runs away with Amanda. Ah! So they're like... they create a Rowdy Six. Because they have a child. Oh, no! (laughs) It's a strictly, like... In the next season, it's more, um, like, they actually go through this relationship, but the guy calls her, like, boss the entire time, like, because he recognizes that she's, like, more powerful than him, and, like... Yeah. It's not romantic at all. It's It's purely, like, friends. I want it to be, because I'm a heterosexual shipper. I push everything. I'm Uh, kidding. Anyway. (laughs) I just love ships, okay? Esteban (laughs) comes back to the police station and catches the young, dumb Blackwing guy trying to cover his tracks. Yes. And he's, like, trying to cover your tracks, and then he actually sees someone, like, dead on the ground. Oh, shit. And then the Blackwing guy sees him and just shoots him. And and you like Estevez at this point, so you're like, no, "No, I wouldn't just kill him. Um, Did they just kill him? He dies while being given a dumb monologue about how this dumb guy always wanted power but never knew how hard it is to use power. And then, the last moment of the episode, Todd is shown coming out of the bathroom, answering the phone for Amanda, who's like, oh, things are happening, Blackwing, whatever. And he has a parabulitis attack. I mean, it's the sting attack. Also, I've been lying about that the whole time. What? (laughs) He does so that it's true. He did have that. He didn't have it, but it runs in his family. He has it now. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean you've been lying about that the whole time? The name. I lied about the name. It's not called the sting. It's called parabulitis. Oh, okay. I should have known that. Okay, I should have been able to tell that. Yeah. So, so anyway, he has an attack. He has an attack, and then the last, the little sting of the entire- So Estefes dies, Dirk is captured, the Rowdy he- 4 becomes Rowdy 3, and then she runs off with the with the one who calls her boss. Yeah. And then, because they're running and away. Bart and Ken are captured, too. Bart and Ken are captured. But so Bart- Estefes actually dies? Yes. <laughs> What the fuck? It's a pretty dark ending. Because you're like, everything's happy, woo! And then they're like, just kidding. Nope. And then Literally he has everything a parabolitis. Parabolitis attack, Parabolitis. Yeah. So that's one of the lies. It's parabolitis. Also another lie. It's not a monkey, it's a dog, a corgi, and it's really cute. Oh. How dare you <laughs> lie to me? I mean, I guess it was oh. weird that he just happened to have a monkey in his home. No, it's a ma- dog, it's a corgi, and his, the name of the corgi is Rapunzel. Um, and really I think cute. the only other lie, I might be missing other ones, is that they're not called the Rowdy Four. They're called the Rowdy Three. There are four of them. It's like a thing. And, um, Dirk goes, oh, it's the Rowdy, it's the Rowdy Three. And then Todd goes, there are four of them. And he goes, I am wildly aware. Like, that's the whole thing. There's, there's three of them. Rowdy Four there's becomes four, Rowdy Five. Four of them. That's why you said Rowdy Four becomes Rowdy Five. I'm like, you're so wrong. It's, just, it's the Rowdy Three and there's four of them. And then they really do become the Rowdy Three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, dang. I want to watch this show. You should watch the next season. I mean, you should watch this season, too. Yeah, it's it's a really to. good show. Sorry for spoiling all of it. But it's honestly, okay. like, it's not getting the ratings it deserves. It's such a good show. It has such great representation in it. And, and it seems like a show that I definitely want to watch. And it's, like, so weird, but it does it well. It's so weird. I mean, I love anything with Elijah Wood like, in it, so... Yeah, me too. That's pretty much why I watched the show, was because I was like, Douglas Adams, Dirk Gently, Elijah Wood, mm, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and then it was great. But it is really weird. The next season's even weirder, like, it really shouldn't work, but it does. But we need to wrap up this episode. We really do. <laughs> um, but we're not, we're not that far over. We're, like, seven minutes over than I want it to be, so that's pretty impressive, I would say. <laughs> pretty good, pretty um, good. Thank you so much. For listening. Listening today. We have some news. We got a Patreon. Yeah. Uh, 
it's just look on our Twitter. It's like ketchup and mustard. It was you'll find us. It's up here. there, okay. Um, and the rewards are like you'll get a doodle for each episode. It's not that much, but it's something that we can provide. And it's just so. like you know, if you want to help us out, cause yeah. the audio roam is kind of scary right now. So, <laughs> um, yeah, everything costs so much money. The economy. <laughs> in the audio realm, don't get me started. Jesus Christ! Like, have you tried? Okay, like, we need to end this coffee. Okay, um, um, follow us on Twitter uh, at ketchup underscore catch underscore up mustard. Always mess that one up. Go on our T- Tumblr, Tumblr to get episodes. Uh, website website. Go on our website ketchupmustard.weebly.com. Hey. Email us at ketchupmustardpodcast.gmail.com. Thank, Kevin, thank you, Kevin Mac. Kevin, I almost said Kevin, thank you, Mac. <laughs> Kevin, thank you, Mac. We go Pukatorian friends or intro and outro. Um, uh, thanks all everyone. Leave a rating if you'd like. If you don't like, then don't do it or do it anyways out of spite. I don't care. Let's do it. Come on. We like hearing from you guys. It's really nice when we hear from people. Who, yeah. Yeah. Um, listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. You probably know that because you're listening to us right now. <laughs> okay. What is that? <laughs> That was like like the sound in that one vine where it's like that weird lady in the talk show and she's like, wait, hold on. And then she makes like that weird, I forget what it's like. It's like this weird growl, but it's like a laugh. Yeah, I actually do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we need to end this, so um, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll do more TV shows soon, probably. Yeah, that was fun. A lot of talking, sorry. Yep. I hope I didn't miss any lives. Bye. Oops, okay, bye.